this is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of The Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Sean Yankee Show. It is December 9th on Thursday. It's rant night. We're going to rant tonight. I got a big presentation actually for you, a big topic I want to discuss with you in the rants. Um, It's a big idea, and I hope you'll be patient with me through it. It may take me a minute to make it. Give me a second. So trigger warning right away. The rant segment may be a little upsetting, but listen to the entire thing. Whichever side of the spectrum you may fall on, I have a point I'm trying to make. Let me try to make it, and afterwards, we'll talk a little bit about how you may feel about the entire subject, because I have stuff to show you that may upset you, and I have stuff to say that may upset you, but it's rant night. That's what we do on Thursdays, so we're going to deal with something a little difficult tonight, but um, we're live right now, and uh, it's a live chat show, so anything you may say in the comments could pull me in a different direction. I never really know where this is going to go because it's kind of organic and it it lives and breathes. So wherever this goes, it goes, but it's rant night and we'll be ranting. So, you know, get this out everywhere and hit like no matter where you're at. Do that. Don't forget. And um, but be ready to listen to the entire thing. If you don't like the beginning part, sit with it and hang around because, you know, it's important to sometimes talk about things that may be a little difficult to discuss, you know, difficult topics or ideas that you have that you're married to that may be a reason why you're stuck. So we're going to challenge some stuff tonight, you know, it happened from last night's show, but we'll talk about that in the rant segment. I uh, want to talk about something interesting I overheard at work that is uh, a wild story There is a story going on in my area of a teacher, a substitute teacher, who was, um, well, I heard it all secondhand. I'll just tell you what I heard. 
So basically, I was at work today, and there's younger people that work where I work. A lot of teenagers work in the evening, and one of them comes in every morning and hangs out with the boss lady. You, you know, they get along real good, I guess. And he comes every morning and talks to her. Today they were talking, and I was doing something else, but I could hear what they were saying. So he was telling her about a situation at his school with a teacher who apparently is trying to be over-friendly with students, got some students' Snapchats. I don't know much about Snapchat, but was exchanging like nude pictures, etc., and sexting with these children. Some of them were sending images back, etc. So that is in process right now in my local area. They're dealing with it at the school, and Babos tried to look for it for me to get information. She couldn't find any news yet. Just an announcement. What was that from the school? Maybe I have to look at it. It's I have it. I'll I'll show it to you later, maybe. But I'm just like, really, why is this not news? You know, uh, first off, this substitute has been fired before for the same thing. Now this is from a high school kid, but they're having meetings about it at school and they're dealing with it. So he even knew who had hired her back and who had fired her. And uh, this is wild to say able to go on. You know, um, stuff like this happens all the time, though. And how much is underreported or, you know, underinvestigated and ignored even. So it's it's crazy that that could go on, especially since this person had been fired for something similar before. Uh, seeking, in, in, uh, in, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but, you know, friendship relationships and, you know, let's be friends with, with high school high school kids. This is... He's a high school guy, so I assume a high school substitute teacher. But at one point, he made it sound like this woman was a middle school teacher. Substitute. This is a substitute. But got rehired by the school system to continue doing what she had been doing before. And now, apparently, according to this kid that goes to that school, some of these children shared new pictures back. So, I don't know. I can't find news on it, you know. Some reason we're protecting this person, I guess. I, I don't understand why, you know, if this is true, should be big news. But I don't know if the school is, is uh, protecting the information until they've had a chance to look at it or what's going on there. But that's crazy that that person was rehired. If he's accurate in that and he's telling the truth and that person was fired before for trying to do this same type of thing with children. And they let that person back in to, to substitute teach, you know, is crazy. And, you know, this guy's telling my boss, who is his adult figure, I guess. And she's saying, you know, things like, you know, good things to say. Like, if you see something, you should say something. Like a teacher seeking an unprofessional, um, unnatural. I don't know what word I'm looking for. But a 30-something-year-old teacher seeking to hang out with a child isn't normal. So, but, you know, these, this whole situation isn't normal. The education system isn't normal, this whole thing. But it's just a horrible story. And I don't know why this person or the story is being protected. But they always tried to search me out stuff because I wanted to talk about it more. But I really couldn't find anything other than what this kid told me who goes there. He didn't tell me. It was a conversation I overheard. But interestingly enough, like I'm the thinnest I've ever been. I didn't try to do that, by the way. It just kind of happened. But I'm the thinnest I've ever been in my life. I think I got my appetite back. Like I like all the food where I work now. I didn't like the food where I worked before. 
I think that's why I lost a lot of weight because I didn't want to eat it. So, you know, but here everything looks good. So I'm like, this is not good. You know, I kind of like being all spelt. Babels don't. She wants me to fatten back up. So maybe she'll like that, that the food is better and I'll be more encouraged to eat more of it. But it's expensive though. I guess real food costs more, you know. That cheap food was cheap. But it ain't food. Diane's watching The Matrix. That's a documentary, basically. You know, that has a little bit to do with what we're going to talk about tonight. As far as, like, beliefs go. And, like, you know, like Cypher with the steak. Wanting back in The Matrix because, you know, who cares if it's a real steak? He believes it's a steak. And humanity's heading away in that direction right now. Towards that Oculus shit. And uh, the owning nothing and being happy agenda that we're heading in or towards rather, but it is rant night. And like I said, this is a big thing that I want to do here. Um, I actually hope the person that challenged me to look at something is here because it has to do with what we're going to talk about, but this is uh, maybe going to be weird and I'm going to do my best with it, but it'll be a tough subject. That's the point around here, right? If it can be destroyed by the truth, it should be. So I've got my notes and everything. And if you're ready, it's Thursday night. So on Thursday nights around here, we do rants. All right. So there's something I want to talk about real quick. And I just want to introduce what I'm going to show you. So last night at the show, let me switch to this view so it's not so distracting. Last night at the show, I was challenged to watch something. I was told I wouldn't look at it. It was a video that Daniel, who was here last night, wanted me to watch. And it was called The Lucifer God Deception. And just based on that title, in the comments, I kind of riffed on what I thought it might be. Well, it turned out it was exactly what I thought it would be. Well, I want to talk about it. I want to give a rebuttal to what I heard in it. And the reason why is because I think it's important. This logic is used against me all the time, by the way. But this is an interesting perspective. What I'm going to play for you here in a second is not the entire video that was sent to me to watch, that I was challenged to watch. It's going to be a clipped up version, but I didn't take out anything important. I just took out some music stuff and some redundant stuff. You can seek out the entire video if you'd like and listen to it for yourself and take out anything key to what he was saying. I even left in some things that are going to be hard to hear. Made me mad on the first listen, but I actually kind of like that. You know, things that challenge me, things that may upset what I hold true. Because I like that. It helps you grow. I'm not afraid of it. So if, if something I believe is fragile to the point where new information is going to disturb it, then it doesn't need to stay as hard as that may be. But this made me mad the first time I heard it, what I'm going to play for you. So I'm going to prepare you because I'm going to play it. I may stop it at some point to say something, but I'm going to play the whole thing. I want to present that side. Plus like the podcast platforms and other places weren't here. They didn't see what Daniel said and they may not know what this is about. 
But reason why this is an interesting perspective, I didn't realize until I was editing the clip I'm going to show you, the, the video. And I'm going to tell you later what that is, but it's an interesting perspective. I'm going to play it, and I think I've prepared you enough, but this is just so you all can have an idea of what I'm going to be discussing tonight. This is not the Lucifer God Deception video, but another one he sent. Basically the same thing. It's more of a summarized version so you can get the idea. I'm going to play this and then we're going to talk about it. One of the greatest misunderstandings that I have confronted people with in recent years, and it's understandable because ignorance is basically the oil which drives human behavior. Enlightenment is not something that people, ordinary people, wish to partake in because enlightenment is similar to the tarot card in the tarot in that you must destroy everything in order to accept new beliefs and new ideas and people are naturally cowards particularly in western society and they're not willing to discard assumptions or predetermined notions or anything that's been culturally imposed upon them this is the true waking up process not the the superficial one of discovering that the world is run by crazy people. One of the reasons I, I've shocked people in recent years is because I've openly announced that my God of choice, my deity of veneration is Lucifer. Now the first thing people think of is I'm a devil worshipper. Again, this cultural zeitgeist ignorance whatever you want to call it and that's exactly what we're dealing with here he, over and over with the ignorance i actually cut a little bit of it, of the redundant ignorant shit they love to tell you how ignorant you are and he's enlightened he's brave he's brave enough to understand the truth that we won't understand and i'm gonna let him tell you what that is and then i'm gonna tell you why it's bullshit everything he's saying Lucifer is not the devil, not the devil of the Hebrew Bible. I've had people actually say this to me and they say things like, oh, now you're worshipping Semitic archetypes. And this is the level of ignorance we're dealing with here. Lucifer is not from the Middle East. Lucifer is an Indo-European archetype and a European classical pagan god. This quite literally leaves people flabbergasted when they hear this, when they hear that Lucifer is actually a European pagan deity that has nothing to do with the Bible. Now see, there he's telling you that Lucifer isn't in the Bible. He's going to explain a little bit more why he says that. But I've been told this before and, and other things that he says. And this again is the catastrophe of Christianity, making ignorance the oil that greases spirituality in the West and the post-classical era. Let's talk about why people think Lucifer is the devil. Well, first of all, the devil doesn't exist. That was a concept invented about a thousand years ago. Robert said the same thing. He doesn't believe in the Luciferianism because the Satan doesn't exist. It's just basically a French term meaning of evil. And so there's no entity as a devil. The devil in ultimate terms, in the spiritual terms, 
is an archetypal force representing vengeance, addictions, and so on, rage, as it's portrayed in the tarot very correctly. Satan is, as many people know these days, is basically a translation of a word meaning adversary or the opposer. And that's used in both Arabic and other Semitic languages to denote someone who opposes the Abrahamic religion. That doesn't necessarily mean it's an entity or a being or a deity. Now he's telling you it's not a thing, it's not a person, not a deity, not a, you know, any one thing, just an idea rather. Up until a hundred years ago, someone who was called satanic just meant someone who didn't believe in the church. That's what the term satanic actually meant. Now this brings us to Lucifer. Why do people think that Lucifer is the devil of the Bible? It's really down to a mistranslation in the King James Bible. Protestants ever desperate to be the greatest Hebrews that ever lived to out-Hebrew the Hebrews, when they were constructing their King James Bible, mistranslated a term regarding an enemy of God as being Lucifer. This has been widely acknowledged now by both rabbinical and Christian scholars that this was a mistake in the King James Bible, which led to people in this day and age thinking that Lucifer is the opposing force of the Jehovah entity in the Bible, Yahweh entity in the Bible. He's not. Who is Lucifer then? Lucifer is a classical Greek and Roman god. Lucifer is the son of Aurora and the brother of Diana. I actually covered this in the Pluto's Gate video. What he's saying there, that's from Greek mythology. The goddess of the hunt. He's represented by the plant Venus the bringer of the day and the night and this is why we have association with Aurora and also with Diana and the planet Venus of course is the brightest shining object in the sky therefore Lucifer's association with blinding light brightness yeah Lucifer the light bringer you know like the Masons there's a great video of a older Mason outside of Building 7, actually, at a celebration of the new World Trade Center complex, talking about how glorious Lucifer is. He's a Mason, high level. I don't know what level, he doesn't say. But he loves Lucifer, and he talks about him, that we don't understand him. We don't get it. And that's a lot about what this guy is saying, but I'm going to let him finish. What happened? I don't understand. Hold on. Lucifer is. Lucifer represents hope. Hope of a new beginning, of new ideas and new thinking. A banishment of the darkness, a banishment of the ignorance. Venus rises in the sky just before the dawn comes and remains there, almost like a guardian. The etymology is very close to the Indo-European root of Luke, which means a flash of brilliance, a flash of light. Luke also gives us Loki, who's the lightning that Thor chases. That's why Loki is a trickster. He's blinding us with new ideas and new ways of thinking. 
and also of course Lou who's the very common Celtic European god so these are all the ones we could be confusing it with you know in our ignorance so there you have it anyone who says to you from now on that Lucifer is the devil in the Bible and people or Luciferians are adversaries of Jehovah. Well, in my case, I am an adversary of Jehovah. My Luciferianism is not rooted in the Hebrew text because that doesn't exist. I'm purely an Indo-European pagan. And therefore, to me, Lucifer represents, a, on a personal level, a very, very powerful and beautiful force in my life and could be in yours if you would allow it to happen to you also. Allow the ignorance to burn away. This is also why we have another name for Lucifer, is also Phosphorus. So become phosphorescent and less ignorant. Lucifer is not the devil of the Bible. I watched it, Daniel, and, you know, I think now is the time for me to, you know, have a rebuttal to what I heard in it. You know, I think that's only fair. So we watched it, and I promise you anything I cut from it wasn't important to what he had to say. So you heard how he contradicted himself towards the end, right? I didn't catch that till I was editing it. Babel's caught it. She didn't tell me, though, till I told her that I didn't catch it till later. But... I guess I was so upset by what he was saying and the arrogance of his tone that I didn't really catch it until I was editing it. He's a Luciferian. He admits it at the end. Even talks about it being the path to enlightenment, etc. And if you would just do it, you could be like him and enlightened and smart and not ignorant. The arrogance, though, because the first time I heard it, I took it a different way. You know, I didn't get it until I edited it what he was really saying. And I don't know that Daniel got it. I really don't know what Daniel's intent was for me to see that. Because at one point in the video, he says it's ridiculous to believe that there would be Luciferians running the world, that we're silly for thinking that, that there's a Luciferian agenda. That's nonsense. That's only, only ignorant people think those things. Then he says he's a Luciferian. You know, they do too. Every one of the secret societies, you know, I was going to put a clip of Will Cooper too, breaking it down for you. In his Mystery Babylon series, he explains to you how every one of these secret societies, etc., and royal bloodlines, all of the people in charge and in power that own everything, that control the resources, if you follow the money all the way back to the top, follow a belief system, and that belief system is Luciferian. That is all I'm saying to you, and I don't know what the intent was with showing me that or challenging me to watch it. I'm just going to explain to you what my thoughts are on after watching it. First time I took it as an atheist view that, that we're silly to believe in a God and, and that to believe in Lucifer, like in me and Robert's episode. Robert had said that he doesn't believe in the Luciferians because Satan isn't real. And that guy basically said that too, but at the end it sounded like he was in love with Lucifer. But maybe it's the idea, maybe I mistook him. I don't know again. I'm just, you know, giving back my thoughts on what I heard. So taking it from the atheistic view, I think that's extremely arrogant. And what that guy said was very arrogant. To, to feel like you know, you know, I feel is extremely arrogant because you can't. You, you just can't know.
You know, I don't even run around acting like I know everything. I feel like what I believe is true and everything I'm going to say in this is going to be my opinion because I tried to learn a little bit of the scripture stuff and I don't know much of that. And I was looking into this before because I was planning to talk about it. And I'm like, I don't really know how to approach it because I don't have a lot of biblical knowledge. And, you know, the history stuff, I think the problem in that, because he kept talking about these other deities or other forms that that Lucifer entity has taken in different cultures and mythologies, which is something I deal with a lot too, battling with this topic, like the God topic. So atheists will hit me with that all the time. Like, what about like Ra or these other cultures and or like he said, with Lucifer being a Greek deity in their mythology. What about all of that? Well, I don't have a problem with any of that. Because I think where you're getting stuck is you're like either married to man's version of history or you're married to the scripture. And either way, you're getting stuck because both were created by men, either way you're looking at it. But a lot of people feel like that scripture is protected. And I think you, you harm yourself when you get stuck there. Because you're, you're freezing your mind and you're also, you know, basing a lot of that on interpretation because some of it's told real pretty. Like I did the, the reading of Enoch, for example. I didn't understand the part about the sheep until I heard it broke down by someone else and it made more sense. Because I'm not thinking like that. I'm not even thinking like a person from that time. And that person was still just a man. So... I don't know what I'm talking about. There are people here that have actually went to school for this. There are people that here that study scripture and they know more than me, but I feel like there's a lot missing from this book. It's been translated many, many times. There are different versions of it even today. Like one of the videos I was looking at to do a little research into the scripture and kept referencing different translations of our current version of the New Testament, for example. And I'm like, I can't use this. You know, how can you ever stand behind this when we can't even agree on versions of it or what's included in it? Like there's a regular guest, Chris, and he's a theology professor. He doesn't believe Enoch is canon. I happen to think it is. And Robert from the Opposing Views episode, who also went to school for this, he was going to be a preacher. He also thinks it is. I think that the faithful, the believers have a problem with Enoch because of the supernatural elements of it. They're not ready to make that leap either. Like, and I, I hate to keep referencing this episode, but it was so fantastic, the one with Robert. He said he can't go with me on a lot of conspiracy things because he can't take that extreme leap. He can't go from the government would do 9-11 to the government did do 9-11. He can't do that. But he can say there's no God. That's extremely arrogant because you have no way of knowing that. But I can tell you a lot of different reasons why you should think that 9-11 was an inside job. I can lay it all out for you. And you can't take that leap. But you can take a leap that there is not a God. That the thought that there is is ridiculous and you are ignorant for thinking so. That is extremely arrogant. I don't understand how you can feel that way when science, mainstream science, not shit I'm making up, says that there's so many layers to our own reality that you can't even experience and you only have your five senses and you don't know everything. So how in the fuck could you ever feel so certain as to say there absolutely isn't anything? I don't get that. Like I told him in that episode, the furthest I could ever go with you would be like agnostic, but I can't even go there anymore because I've had real experiences with God. And it didn't come to me 
from scripture, not that I never heard it before. My grandma was very religious. My uncle was a fire and brimstone preacher at one point. I was taken to church as a child, not often, but enough. Like I understand the story, which is probably why I give the names and attributes I do to what I believe, you know. But again, I think that ties into the history part where they'll hit you with Ra or Lucifer's a Greek uh, deity who's actually about this, this, and this. These are the fallen that we're talking about, these entities. And who the fuck knows before the word came along what they called them. I believe that we live in a created environment. I am a believer in, in God. I don't lay that on scripture and I don't know if that devalues it or not, but none of that rattles my faith. So listening to that video made me angry because it because I wanted to refute what he said. But I don't know enough about a lot of things he wanted to cherry pick, like the root words and shit and like the translation from Hebrew. A lot of that stuff, man, is a trap. And you get stuck there. Like how many books of the Bible do they admit are missing? And then like you have that whole problem with is he not canon or not? You know, like Robert said, it was found with the Dead Sea Scrolls, but not considered canon. Why? Because it talks about a man being brought to heaven and showed the workings of the world and how things are and explained the fallen and what happened and their punishments even and went into detail. He was walked around by angels. And why? Why? Because it's supernatural. You don't like it. You know, like, for instance, in that episode, which was fantastic, by the way, you need to go watch it. Opposing views. It was so good. He laughed at me when I said I believed in the flood. Why wouldn't I believe in the flood? I believe in God. I believe God created this world. Why couldn't he flood it? Why couldn't he remove the water? Why couldn't he do whatever he wanted to do? And then they'll be like, well, there's all this suffering. Why hasn't he stopped that? Why don't we? We're all mad at men and what men are doing. Like, you know, when they'll point me at starving children or war, or suffering in any of its forms, it's all being done by men. Or a horrible story that's something that was done to you by a religious figure, still a man, or history. Look at all the bloodshed that was done in the name of religion. Men, every time. You're not mad at God. And then, you know, I've had this argument. Would you want to have no free will? Would you want to be played like a chess piece on a board and have no decision-making skills? You started to do something dangerous, something pulled you back. Is that, is that a life? You're responsible for what's going on here, I think. You got to take personal responsibility and ownership. Oh, I think people get a lot wrong because of all this marriage to the word, maybe, or on the other side of the belief, marriage to history, which is almost widely accepted to be a lie. You don't have the full version of it. And then a lot of it, they just made up and that's being proven. So what you're basing your shit on is almost complete lie that you can't trust and you don't have the whole story, but you still feel so certain. I don't get that. You just don't get that level of arrogance that making sense to me. But breaking down what was said in the video, basically point by point, Lucifer isn't who we think he is. Isn't he though? Because like that guy, he believes he's not the entity that I may say he is like the, the, 
the villain in the Bible. So God's enemy as an actual being. It, let's say he's not that person, but he still has this Luciferian belief system, which they practice. That is demonstrably true. Anybody that wants to dispute that, I could spend hours showing you how it is a fact. And every one of their organizations believes the same fucking thing. And they even have a headquarters in the United Nations. And heavy presence there. It's undeniable. They're Luciferian. So bicker about that all you want, but they believe in it. They have ceremonies about it. And they practice black magic. Accept it or don't. It's a fact and it's true. So I can prove it to you, but I won't argue the fact that it's a fact. So whether you believe it doesn't matter. It's being used against you. And it is this whole idea system. Like the coloring book side with the statues they want to put in front of government buildings. The, the nice Satanists that will tell you, look at our Ten Commandments. They're great. It's all about love and light. Well, yeah, from one perspective. And you look at it from another perspective, it enables you to do extreme evil. You know, in the name of, well, I wanted to. Like, I got a lot of good shit out of it. Oh, a lot of people suffered. Oh, well, I was just doing as thou wilt. It can be used for evil too because, you know, then you go extreme with what they believe. Like that old man in front of Building 7 was talking about how Lucifer is so great because he wants you to be great like him. You know, they think they can be a god. Little G, but still. They love that idea, man. I can do as I will. I can do whatever I want. No suffering, no consequences. Convince themselves that even though, like at the end, you heard it, right? He believes in Lucifer, loves him even, talks about great he is. And you could have what well, he has too, enlightenment and get away from the ignorance if you would just accept it too. He even believes in him. It's real and it's, an, it's a bad message. I don't care if it's colored rosy. You know, there are consequences to your actions. You do need to be taught about that kind of stuff. There needs to be moral. It's taught to people. Everyone wants to feel like they're inherently good. You're not really, though. You know, you do need guidance. Otherwise, your parents wouldn't have needed to raise you. They'd just kick you in the ass when you were old enough to walk. And be like, go figure it out. You know, in the 20s, they used to work at your age. Get a fucking job. Couldn't leech enough of me. Lucifer isn't in the Bible. I do not care, right? Because again, like I'm not married to that. So these are the fallen, these entities. So if they're talking about Lucifer as a Greek god, or you're talking about an Egyptian entity that you could also tie to Lucifer figure, you know, I've seen that argument in the movie Zeitgeist. They did this whole thing about how what you're doing is retelling the same story and over and over again. And you're giving all the characters new names and you're doing the same shit. Well, maybe. But maybe that's every culture's version of the same fucking story. Have you ever considered that? You don't fucking know, right? You would just be talking about what humans described before it was put together in inspired form. So you're not even making a solid argument. It's flawed on both sides, though. Because, I don't know, it's, it's confusing what I'm trying to say. But that's not important to me if he's not in the Bible. That word even. You see what I mean? These little details, titles, names. That's how they get you fucked up a lot of the time anyway. But the last thing. Let's see. No, no, no. Luciferianism isn't real. He said that too. And that channel that he talked about, Daniel, also talked about things like that. They were silly for thinking that. Well, that's just laughable because it is. 
And it's demonstrable in the global agenda. It's demonstrable in the media agenda. It's demonstrable in absolutely everything. So again, I could prove it to you, but I won't argue that it isn't real because it is. And then God is a delusion. I kind of inserted because on, on re-listen and after editing it, I don't know that he said that. I'm not sure. I kind of need to hear it again. I felt like he thought we were silly for thinking the way we do. And at the end, though, I was left with the wondering whether he thought it was because we were on the wrong side. Because he seemed really in love with the whole Luciferianism thing at the end. I don't know. But God being an illusion? That being crazy? That actually makes the most sense. I don't get this whole thing about how that's silly. Is it? Like, why are you seeing so many repeating patterns in nature? You know, like Tesla talked about three, six, and nine, or there's the Fibonacci sequence, or the the whole point of CERN, which we're going to be covering coming up, where they're trying to break down the God particle. All these things they don't fucking understand that they explain with nonsense, like non-science, just gibberish. They're like, well, maybe one day we'll prove this, and that would make all this stand up. Well, you never proved that. It's not real science. It's not standing on anything. Why don't you just admit you don't know? A lot of people just need to admit they don't know. But then they just get super arrogant and double down on what they think they know. And that's what you argue with trying to back up a belief with somebody who feels like they don't need to prove themselves when they say there isn't something, which is also extremely arrogant. If I tell you there isn't a God, I should have to prove that. I made a severely arrogant statement there, and I should have to back it up. If I can't back it up, I shouldn't be running around saying that. I can't put the burden of proof on the person I basically attacked, that their whole belief system is bullshit. You believe in a purple unicorn in the sky. Nonsense. You're ignorant. But the burden of proof now lies on you, not me. I told you everything you believe is a lie, but you got to prove it to me the fuck is that that's some nonsense i can't tell you how many times that gaslighting tactic has been used on me when you finally backed them into a corner how do they get out of it you got to prove there's a god you said there was a god they backed down they turned that logic around on you well you fucking said there wasn't so prove it you can't you've never been able to all of your combined science can't do it neil degrasse fucking tyson can't even explain what gravity is it's 2021 he gets mad, wants to change the subject. He can't tell you because they don't know. That's my point, though. There's so much we don't know. They even admit they don't understand reality, that there's layers to it even. They talk about other dimensions. They even realistically say we might be a computer simulation. These are realistic topics that happen in mainstream science, but they can't let it enter their mind that there's a God. That's off the table. That's ridiculous. We live in a box under some nerd's bed. He made us in a Sims game. God. Ridiculous. Do you hear yourself? You're ignorant. This is how you sound, right? That's more realistic. Elon Musk says that's the most mathematical probable situation. It's nonsense. You're just making up shit. The whole damn thing is made up. You don't want to accept reality is what it really is. They'll run around talking about how they know everything and you're an idiot, you're ignorant, and they're enlightened. I'm so tired of it. Whatever you feel, however you feel, you don't know that you're right. Even I don't know that I'm right. I know what feels right to me and that's what you should live in. 
But why do you run around judging people? And if you're going to do it, own your shit. So if you tell me there isn't something, prove it to me. Don't tell me that I am wrong when you don't know that and you don't. Be honest with yourself. You know, and that's scary to do, but own that shit. You don't fucking know what you're talking about. So quit acting like you do. And I don't care how much of an expert you are on scripture or how much an expert you think you are on history. You shouldn't be married to either. You should be able to think for yourself. Those pen holders were men in both cases. So you don't fucking know is the end result of the entire equation. So how'd you get so fucking arrogant? That's all I'm saying. So like whether it's, you know, we have another friend that comes around all the time and tells us how stupid we are for the same things. I've had people tell me I need to ignore it, you know, pull away from it. I don't think any of that's right. I think you own it. It's real. Why would you ignore things that are real and affect you? Don't make no sense. But someone saying it's ignorant to believe there's a Luciferian agenda ruling over humanity. Why is that ignorant when it's demonstrably true? Makes no sense. And the guy basically said it at the end. They know it. It's just knowing it, it makes a change in their head. Like that leap that Robert couldn't make between the government would do 9-11 and the government did do 9-11. They can't cross that line with that topic. Everybody seems to have one. Whatever it is that you're stuck on. You know, well, Diane... The point he made in there, and maybe I did cut it out. I don't know exactly what I did cut out, but I don't think I cut anything important out. Anyways, he says that's a mistranslation uh, in the Protestant version, the King James Bible. I, I didn't know that that was Protestant. I don't know anything about that stuff, but I don't really think I need to. I want to learn it, but I don't think it's necessary, just like I don't think it's necessary to go into a building to worship. I don't think you need that. And I think it's pretty clear about that too. But I also don't know that for a fact. Like I can't quote you a Bible verse. But I didn't get it from there. You know, I was aware of it though. I can't say I wasn't aware of it. But it didn't affect my opinion. That's based on something else. And the things I can't accept or explain. I know that I can't understand them. I wouldn't even be capable. Because I am not God. And then a lot of people will attribute attributes to God based on themselves. Why would you do that? You don't know anything about God. And you know you were made in his image according to the scripture. That's image though. He didn't make a copy of himself. You're not God. So like Robert thought it was arrogant to think that I can speak to God or that he hears my prayers. Why is that arrogant? You're attributing human qualities, things you couldn't do to God. Why wouldn't God be able to do supernatural things? Just like with Enoch, I feel like that is canon and it belongs. I feel like it would be very important. I think that would be a great thing to teach in Sunday school, something that kids would eat up. But they don't want to do that because that brings everything into question. And a lot of them, the believers, you know, like my uncle loves this church that is a prosperity doctrine type church, like a Joel Olstein type church. This place is like three levels. It's a stadium, not exaggerating. It has a mall in it, and it's very nice. The daycare is very nice. I remember being impressed with the quality of everything. And the escalator system is beautiful in there. This is not a church. This is a business. And Jesus would vomit in here. 
as, as well as hearing your belief system and how you feel you're doing God's work with this prosperity doctrine bullshit or whatever other thing they're doing in the name of God that is actually slandering and doing harm to the real word and message, which you hardly hear taught. And I just think that's a shame because that's what we're held responsible for, what idiots do. Now, that is ignorance. People that run around, and there's arrogance on that side too. I'm not saying there's not. That's part of the problem. So they don't know though, even them. And they're getting it wrong, I feel. So I think that's real dangerous. Babel says faith is about trusting God when you have unanswered questions. And that's what I've fallen to. I'm not saying there's stuff that don't make sense to me. I'm saying I've accepted I can't understand those things. And that there may be an answer to them, even if I can't see how there can be. You understand? Because I don't understand all of reality. But I also am not needing to feel like I know everything so that I don't have to believe something that may be true. I'm not holding myself back from that. Just like I told Daniel, I'll watch it. And I did. I'm not threatened by it, you know, or anybody questioning something I may believe. I'm ready to be wrong. I've been wrong before. I'm okay with it. It's all right. You know, you shouldn't be ashamed, especially in the situation we're in. Diane said, one of my son's friends said, Satanists just worship nature. You know what? It's quite beautiful, the thing they pretend Satanism is, actually. They have their whole little Ten Commandments and yeah, I'll look it up. So I'll look it up real quick so I can read them to you. But this is just like the front face, the publicity arm of the belief system. It is the same belief system, actually, even. If you read their writings, uh, the different occult writings and the different secret societies and all of their you know publications that you can get a hold of, it all has the same kind of belief system in it, but Satanic Temple protest no 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 no. that's not what i want that's them doing a protest i want their oh it's seven tenants my bad they have seven so let's see what are they well they have 11 satanic rules of the earth seven hermetic principles is that what they are the hermetic principles i don't i don't know i've never been on a satanic website before um make that bigger can i make it even bigger can't even read it. Maybe they don't want you to be able to read it. Let me get really close. One should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures and according with reason. Very nice. The struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. One's body is inviolable, inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. The freedom of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend to willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego your own. Uh, beliefs should conform to our best scientific understanding of the world. We should take care never to destroy scientific facts to fit our beliefs. People are fallible. If we make a mistake, we should do our best to rectify it and resolve any harm that may have been caused. And every tenet is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. Did you hear what I heard, though? Like, I could break them down one by one, but basically, it's saying what I said earlier, and a little bit more than that. The last one told you to ignore 
like spoken word and things you may hear. Just believe in yourself, whatever you think's right. And the consequences of that be damned. Just do as you will. If you really break it down, because everybody can't do everything they want. And you can't give everybody a free pass. So really, you can't do anything they said there. But it's all nice, right? Who's that coming from? Who would it be coming from if it's the satanic principles and how they present themselves to the public? It's coming from the great deceiver, right? It's coming from someone who practices and lies. So flip it. This is child logic. You don't need to break this down much. So they point to that and they're like, that's what we're about. That's what we're about. We just want to put a statue of Satan with his buddy children. You know, they always got the little children looking up to him out front of the government buildings because you you do your, your religious stuff there too. So why can't we? We're about love and light. Sure you are. Just like that old man thought. A lot of evil can be done under that belief system too. They don't want to talk about that. Just what it looks like on the surface. Don't break that down. Yeah, break down the Bible all day. Twist and turn every little thing you can find. Every little detail that would be hard to explain. Pick that out. Emphasize on that. But don't twist ours. Don't. Don't even analyze it. Look how rosy it is. Just look how nice we are. Yeah. Love everyone. Let everyone be happy. That works. It's not even logical. It makes no sense. But that was my best attempt at a rebuttal to that video. I watched it. And that's why I thought of it. And I think it's very arrogant. But now I understand that guy's actually a Luciferian. He's sitting there telling you how idiotic it is to believe it. And he believes it. So I don't even think that guy, if you respect that guy, understands that he is a Luciferian. Maybe he does. That was a nine-minute video that I cut down to seven. Maybe he does. If I watched his channel, I would find out he really does love that stuff now. And now he's super smart because he fully gets it. I don't know. I know he's delusional. If he believes, he understands everything. And, and he has the secret key and the secret knowledge. And anyone who feels that way. And if you're going to say something that is... Uh, a statement like that you should back it up and you should feel like you need to back it up and not try to transfer that responsibility and go nope nope you believe it you you prove it bullshit you're the one said ain't real how, how do you know that you should have to say something you can't do that that's not right that makes no sense that's what they always want to do i don't have to prove what i said i can shit on everything you hold true and i never have to back it up that's cowardly might as well. And you know what? I'm very fine with being wrong about maybe a name. You know, I know nobody likes hearing that. That's the name I attribute. This is what feels right to me. I'm okay with the idea that that might be because I was raised with that. Like I said, I did have the influences. I'm okay with maybe that attributed something to my thoughts. I don't feel like that's the case. And I don't feel like that would change anything. Because I'm not married to a title. So what I believe came from really being touched by God and, and knowing that to be true. And even when I wanted to believe it wasn't, having to remember that it was and deal with it. So, and I know it is. So I don't understand it. And, you know, I don't have all the scriptural knowledge that maybe I should. But I still deeply believe it and... I feel that's important. So that was my views on it. I watched it, and that's what I thought. It ended up being the rant night, and I hope it made sense. Because it was a big idea in my head, and so much stuff I wanted to say. And 
I've been dealing with that for a while, you know, arguing with these people because I don't close myself off to that. It's the whole reason why there was that Opposing Views episode because me and Robert are friends and we hardly ever agree. I'm okay with that because I, I don't know. I find it interesting, different views. I don't mind being challenged. It's fun for me, actually. I feel like I learn more that way. But some people don't like that. Babels thinks I did good. And uh, she didn't want me to practice because she's like, it'll be better if it's organic. I tried to practice it. Because I had a lot I wanted to say. And I was like, I don't know. I was worried. Because then you're worried, okay, well, I don't know. I don't know. It's my opinion. But this is an opinion show. That's why there's a disclaimer, a disclaimer at the beginning of it. It's my views. What I believe is true. But I don't know. I don't know how I don't know where to go now because it was that was deep, man. And you know, I believed what I said, but I don't fully even remember it because I kind of went off notes at a certain point. Tracy says um, she believes in Yeshua. I believe in God, the Creator of heaven and earth. Jesus is my way, my truth, my life. And without Him, I'm nothing. And that's beautiful. You know, I'm not judging anybody. I'm telling you what I think is true. This video, you know, I thought was aimed at me, you know, and what we talk about, how we believe in this to be true, because it is. Them being Luciferian, them worshiping demons, that's true. That's a fact. So, whether you believe it or not, or you even really believe they believe it, they practice it against you. So, it's real. And, you know, to say it's delusional, I think it's silly. That's arrogant. It's not silly. It's arrogant. Aaron says, I feel like we've been told to take things on faith so that we would stop seeking truth. All I want to know is the true path to our creator. And I fear the deception runs very deep. And it does. And I feel it's coming from both sides. Whether they're doing a false teaching or they're getting it wrong or they've misinterpreted. I think you should come to it on your own. It's the best way. But I, again, I'm not an expert. Just like if I talk about something else that I believe or, or try or do. I'm just giving you my opinion, my views. So I don't know that that's right. That's what worked for me. I don't know what will work for you. Everybody comes to things differently. Whatever will be your way, take that. And all will be revealed. I do believe that's true. And we will understand one day. And the things that I have trouble dealing with will be clear at one time. And I think things would be a lot clearer if we weren't lied to so much. And everyone needs to realize that we are on both sides of this. And because uh, you are lied to and you don't know what's really going on. So I don't see feeling so sure that you do. But I do want to remind everybody of a couple things. With the show tomorrow night is uh, episode three of that series with Babels, Prepping with Babels. Where we're going into different prepping things and preparing for what is to come, what may happen, what may not. Just being ready, you know, to survive. And we'll be covering uh, interesting things happening to do with prepping. And that'll be going on tomorrow. And then next Friday will be the second installment of Paranormal Triple P. He'll be back. And it sounds like he's got a new Sasquatch story. I don't know what else we'll be covering, but he seems real excited about a new Sasquatch story. So we'll be getting into that for sure and other things with Triple P. So all that's coming up with this show. And then if you haven't gotten a chance yet, check out this morning's Yank or this week's The Morning Yank. Yeah, it was really good. 
and I enjoy that. We'll have a new episode of that Tuesday morning as well. Have a great night, guys. Thank you.